no, no, no. No. You, wa- you wanted to get away from him. Leave uh, him alone. Leave him alone. Just don't take the bait. Harley is a chaos Muppet. Frank is just chaotic evil. <laughs> Carly Freaking Quinn podcast. I'm your host, Carly. And I'm Jess. And in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about episode two, season one of Harley Quinn TV series. A high bar. A high bar. Because it's about a bar mitzvah. Yes. Ah, yes. Now, if you haven't listened to the first episode, that will give you an intro to what this whole podcast is about. Um, And then you can tune into this one talking about episode two. So this episode starts off, uh, I think, in a really funny scene. You don't assume that the Legion of Doom would be like a office environment. But that is very shared office space. Yes. And it is. you meet Bane and Scarecrow and they're making coffee in like the shared kitchenette. Yes. They are just making coffee, gossiping. Scarecrow is played by Roll Coley, which is great. Love yes. him. Bane. Oh, oh my god. Uh, I love Bane. Um, so he has the voice of... Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. God, I love Tom Hardy. Yes, I love Tom Hardy. And they, the Bane in Harley Quinn uses his voice. And it is just hilarious. And he has like a coffee mug that says, Caffeine is my reckoning. Yes. And he's just constantly threatening to blow places up. Yeah. Kind of cranky, but like visually, he looks very much like the Batman the Animated Series Bane. Mm-hmm. It is 90s Tim Burton. It's a good mix of different Banes. Yeah. And uh, uh, so they're gossiping. James Adomian. And they're gossiping about uh, the breakup between Joker and Harley. And Joker overhears them. And as soon as like Joker comes onto the scene, like their mood changes. Um, you get the feeling that there's like a hierarchy, like he is a, a higher level than Scarecrow and Bane, or he's just a bully, like an office yeah. bully. It's from chill and collegial and a little bit gossipy to tense. Tense and like ingratiating. Instantly, yeah. And so, uh, and Joker's like, oh, the rumor is that she broke up with me. Ha ha ha. Isn't that so funny? Isn't it funny? And then meanwhile, Ivy and Harley are at their apartment and they are watching TV. Howie. Yeah, they're watching Howie Mandel on like Good Morning Gotham. With Frank, the houseplant. They're just domestic. They're all just roommates. Yeah. This is they're, friends. They're wearing their PJs. Um, is this the first time we see the tree hugger t-shirt? No, but I want that t-shirt. Yes. And- it is the first time we see... Um, Ivy's great mug about humans being great fertilizer. So go green. You can find that online. I was very tempted. Uh, we did buy the tree hugger t-shirt though. <gasps> Thanks, babe. <laughs> and uh, uh, and that was another funny like Ivy scene where Harley's like, "You got to come watch this. How he's gonna make uh Thanksgiving leftovers so. into a nativity scene." And Ivy's like, <gasps> "What? 
So Who doesn't want to see a Virgin Mary like potato statue. Yes. And um but on TV, Howie Mandel is taken hostage by Joker. The old classic dynamite wrapped around the chest with a timer. <laughs> yes. And forced to read a letter about the Joker broke up with Harley and that their couple name was not Joe Quinn. Joe Quinn. It's just Joker. Self-centered piece of shit. Yeah. And Harley's <laughs> so funny. Harley's like immediately like spurred into action. How dare he? I'll show him. Well, I've already gotten into his calendar. Uh, he's going to be at the Gotham Mint for a Legion tomorrow. of Doom. Yeah. Tomorrow night or whatever. Uh, Frank is just egging it on like he is such a bad influence yeah he is and uh harley convinces ivy to go with her to this thing and the next thing next scene uh harley just like busts through the double doors of the gotham mint she's like holding a tiger on a leash <laughs> she's like dressed to the nines has like sunglasses on and popping it's, bottles she's growling um <laughs> embarrassing and she stops and it turns out that the it's legion extra of, embarrassing the legion of dune shindig is actually oswald cobblepot's nephew's bar mitzvah <laughs> yeah uh, mazel tov joshua and uh just so all these like 13 year olds hanging around there's like a guy making balloon animals and like they're making shirts mm-hmm and uh this episode like compared to last episode this episode almost entirely takes place at this party. There are some other scenes, like uh, like side scenes, where maybe other characters will leave and come back, but it almost all takes place, which I thought was interesting compared to last episode, which seemed almost like chaotic, how it was just kind of like jumping. Scene, scene, scene. 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 Yeah. yeah, very short scenes. This one's like just about like the interactions at this party. First up, we... Um, see the penguin for the first time and it is kind of a drawback from like the Gotham style like TV show Gotham style penguin to more of the animated series penguin luckily not the Tim Burton penguin he doesn't have flippers right thank goodness but yeah he uh, mistakes Harley and Ivy as dancers at first (laughs) then realizes it as Harley and it's just like oh my god you hit rock bottom so fast (laughs) to which we come to my favorite profanity of the episode when Ivy tells him he smells like shrimp shit and basically to fuck off yes that was a good one Ivy has so many good swears so they're just kind of like mingling at this party uh two-face uh scarecrow bane are there and this is the first time we meet a d-list superhero who's probably gonna hit on ivy and try to get her to do a heist with him yeah well i mean he's not a superhero right like he has to be a villain oh no he's a villain i mean he's they're for the cobblepots. Yeah, exactly. Well, you called him a superhero. Oh, sorry. I meant, I meant a villain. Yeah, a D-list villain. villain. Uh, but it's not really clear with Kite superheroes Man, don't do heists. Yeah, he does want to do a heist, but he's so like he his heart's not in it. Like he really just wants to fly around Gotham with his kite and be known as Kite Man. He doesn't. It, he doesn't want to fight crime though. He just wants to dress up. <laughs> fly around with his kite and design new kites yeah all look like a regular kite he's there's definitely some like boy with trains energy (laughs) 100 um trivia time he 
was like, especially in the Silver, I think Silver Age comics is when he showed up, but he was a classic Batman villain, just not, you know, a super popular one. He never like made the A-list for the rogues gallery. And his real name is Charles Brown because he is based off of Charlie Brown. The kites come from the kite eating tree. This is Charlie Brown if he snapped from having his kite stolen to him many times. So he becomes the kite. That is Kite Man. That is... I mean, there's been a lot of distillation since like the 60s. But yeah, that uh, Charlie Brown's your inspiration for Kite Man. That's so funny. Uh, So we meet him. He immediately like gloms on to Ivy. And Ivy's pissed because Harley keeps leaving her to be like hit on by 12-year-olds and by Kite Kite Man. Man, who is basically a (laughs) 12-year-old. Yeah, and he's just like, let's go on heist together. And she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Harley tries to sit with Scarecrow and Two-Face and Bane. And I I mean, immediately has rapport with them. She like cracks a couple jokes. They're laughing. laughing. Um, She's trying to like invite them on a heist. But the Joker shows up. Their attitude immediately changes. And she's realizing that like... They all pretended to be her friend. Well, and it's also, I mean, it's obvious to the audience that Joker is just a big bully and just... An asshole. And he's just, an asshole. He's, he's an just asshole. mean for the sake of being mean. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, you know, puts all of these people down around him to make himself feel better because he's a narcissist. Yeah. And I mean, not every Joker is like that, like every incarnation. It does definitely work for this one to play up like his least likable traits, but yeah, this is uh, not a super charismatic Joker. Mm-mm. No, in- he's not- intimidating, I guess, mm-hmm. but not charming. Right. No. And uh, so he kicks her out of the table, and she has to go sit with some twelve-year-olds. And <laughs> it's uh, the first time we have to talk or hear about uh, use and finger blasting, yeah. which is an uncomfortable theme in this it whole episode. This I episode, hate it. I was going to, when we talk about the later scene uh, with Harley and Joshua, I was just going to skip over that because it I was just really... I don't think we can. They uh, keep talking about it. It was very uncomfortable. Well, basically, Josh claimed to have finger banged a girl at camp and all, her, uh, all his friends know he's lying. Anyway... Uh, Harley tries to get Ivy at the food line to like complain commiserate about all these dudes ignoring her and that was a funny scene because like she cuts in line and this guy like complains yells at her and uh ivy just like sends down two vines to like throw him away just fuck you no doesn't even look at him yeah and uh and harley's like hatches a plan like if i'm gonna earn their respect i'm gonna do something that they could never do and uh, so she is going to uh, rob the Gotham Mint, which is where the party is being held. That's being held there because the Gotham Mint is so certain it's unrobable. Yeah, that's what they said. Like, yeah. So, but uh, Harley oh, cannot. We did meet Mrs. Cobblepot, though. Yes. Who doesn't have a big part in it, but the voice actress is the same voice actress as Shiko, who, hooray. <laughs> they have great talent in this show. Yes, great voice talent. Um, and so while Harley is, uh, creating her heist, her plot, um, I, we forgot to mention that the way, like, Harley tries to get Ivy to come to this party and says, like, oh, you can try your love potion. And Ivy says, it's not my love potion, it's my distilled pheromones that will make men fall in love with me and then turn them into trees and kill them. 
Yeah, love potion. Love potion. And so while Harley is off doing her own thing, um, Ivy is being like followed by all of these 12-year-old boys. And it turns out that Kite Man has given them her juice that he found. Hell yeah. And so, and that leads to my favorite uh, line, my favorite swear of the episode when Ivy is like, why did you do that? What did you think, you kite fucking freak? My name is Poison Ivy. So that was my favorite. Um, so uh, Ivy has to go oh, get the yeah. uh, antidote. Yes. They, uh, boogie back to her apartment. Yes. Via kite. Yeah. Kite man gets to take her on his kite. Still terrible at reading the room. <laughs> so while she's getting the antidote... Next thing you know, um, there are some green and white underoos on the floor. Yeah. So he was like, oh, you didn't uh, just say this whole like antidote thing to get me to come home I thought with it was you? a line. Why would I use a line on you? Uh, no, he is in her bed, ass naked. Yeah. Just like Frank ready. Is howling with laughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was awkward. Uh, but she's like, you got to get dressed. We have to go back so I can give these kids the antidote or they're going to die. As they are doing that, while oh. Harley is like trying to like... This is awkward. Yeah. While Harley is like beating all of these goons to get to the vault and she sees like this tower of money, you can hear the penguin talk to Josh on stage and is like, so as part of you becoming a man, I have, you know, set this whole thing up so that you can uh, become a supervillain in your own Pull right. Pull off your first heist, which I am forcing upon you. Yes. But he's delighted. Uh, and it turns out that like, as Harley gets to the vault and she looks at this tower of money that's conveniently there, it has like pictures of Josh on it. Joshua Bucks. And uh, an improv troupe is playing the guards. Yeah, and so she is just uh, slain an entire improv troupe and ruined the bar mitzvah for Joshua. And she's like immediately hit with a tranquilizer dart. And like the Joker is just standing over her laughing. And I was just like, ugh, you. The penguin has established as such a good shot in this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he just darts Harley from like 50 feet. At another point, he shoots a bullet into someone else's gun barrel. Like, it's just, it's a good shot. Mm -hmm. And so she goes down, um, and then instead of the bank heist, Penguin is going to let Joshua kill Harley with his umbrella um, as, like, his new, like, rite of passage. And, and this is what gets to, like, oh, the really God. awkward scene. It is the worst Hannibal lecture I've ever heard because it, it is all about like 13 year olds finger blasting yeah. and I hate every moment so of it. So Harley is just like not scared at all. She's like, are you just, sure you can kill someone even though you've never finger blasted a girl? I hate it. Yeah, it was but, very uh, <laughs> uncomfortable. But yeah, uh, I got, it worked. It, Evil psychiatrist move. This is what they do. They just lecture you about your insecurities. And so Joshua can't do it. Uh, he just drops the umbrella and, and cries. That's when Ivy and Kite Man get back and they <sighs> crash into the ceiling and free Harley. Kite Man crashes oh. into the ceiling. Ivy descends gracefully on vines <laughs> and he's a crumpled mess. So I'm kind of thinking that she just like threw him down through the atrium window. Get her. That's another thing that she does is she's just like, if you like me, you would do this. Like, he tries to, like, leave. 
uh, before like the big fight scene. And he's like, she's like, are you just going to leave? Oh. Manipulative. Uh, Poor kite man. He is such a butt monkey in this. <laughs> so, uh, so that starts like the showdown between the Legion of Doom and Harley, Ivy, and Kite Man. And uh, Harley and Ivy take on Two Face and Penguin and Scarecrow. And uh, Ki- poor Kite Man tries to take down Bane, which Bane well, like plugs in his juice. He wants to take down um, the lone party coordinator on site. Oh, yes. It's like, hmm, brittle, yes, that <laughs> one. <laughs> but uh, there's Bane. Yeah, and he like juices up, so he gets like giant. You're looming. <laughs> and so Kite Man just gets his ass kicked. And uh, and this fight scene is um, pretty fun. I think it really shows just how powerful Ivy is. Like, you kind of see that. Obviously, she broke them out of Arkham, but it, that's not like a huge With a shit out orange seed. Yeah, but that's not like a huge fight. People break out of Arkham at this whole, the whole time. But you almost get the like feeling that people are afraid of her. They, yeah, for someone who doesn't have any official um allegiance like the legion of doom or is part of a crew she's just one woman who has an absolutely terrifying power to control plants and there are a couple times in this fight scene where like she either sends a vine um to save harley or to like get to catch some bullets meant for harley as she's fighting her own goon um so I thought that fight scene just sh- if showed, If she wasn't like, so Daria apathetic, she would be a real fucking terror. Yeah, exactly. She's only going to, like, really tear people apart, too, uh, because she's, like, in these messes with Harley. Like, if she were to just be left alone... Um, she's just going to watch Howie. Yeah, she just wants to watch Howie Mandel and, you know, save Convince the environment. Recycle. Yeah. Um, Love her. I know, me too. Uh, so Joker is, like, trying to get his Legion of Doom guys to kill Harley and Ivy. Yeah, because he's still there just fighting from the back. Yeah, and he's like name-calling. He's telling Bane to like, you're such a monster. And Harley's like, why are you letting him talk to you like this? Like, he is... He's a dick. None of you like him. Yeah, and I now... And I know because he's been treating me like that for years, and that really gets them to pause. And so... And that's when Joker's like, fine, I'll do it myself. And uh, aims his gun, his like silly, like looks like a water gun um, at Harley. And then Ivy steps in and she like brings forward like a terrifying amount of like fly traps and just surrounds it. Yeah. And he loses his nerve and he leaves. Well, he uh, uses the good old distraction phone. and Oh, yeah. Because he is like a master of diversion of just like, oh, left turn. She was fully ready to kill him, but he, he's got to take this call? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess he's got to take this call. Yeah, uh, and that's like part of... He's uh, trying to rebuild his lair throughout this episode. He's like talking to like construction guys. So so he leaves. Ivy and Harley finally leave. Like Ivy's ecstatic. She's like, can we finally fucking leave this party? Yeah. And uh, they go back to the apartment and... There's the tree hugger Jim Jams. Yes, okay. No, I could have sworn they were wearing mm-hmm. them in the beginning. Uh, fine. So, yes, they're in their pajamas, and Harley's, like, still trying to convince Ivy, like, I need to join the Legion of Doom. I need to really prove myself to earn their respect. Otherwise, the Joker will never 
leave me alone or let her do what she wants. And <laughs> Ivy forgot to give the antidote to the little boys who are outside the apartment. They're turning into trees and just like complete moon eyes. And of course, she uh, has to say, so for this antidote to work, um, my spit needs to mix combine. with you, combine with your spit. So she has to like give them all like a kiss on the lips. So that was also uncomfortable. Yeah. But so, I mean, what wouldn't have been, I mean, like spit in their mouths? I don't know. <laughs> no. like, it just had to be uncomfortable. And I uh, think that's the episode. Yeah, that that wraps it. Yeah, this one was uh, super fast. Like I said, it kind of takes place all in this one location, except for like these, you know, you go into the vault and you go to Ivy's apartment in the middle there. Um, but yeah, I thought it it introduced, you know, the Legion of Doom guys. Uh, mm, their dynamics. Yeah. God bless Bane. I love that he's so reoccurring also. Yes. I like that you keep, you know, these characters like will continue throughout the show. Um, you got to see kind of how Joker works with the Legion of Doom. And even though I don't really understand why Harley would want to be in it, but uh, just continues on like building her motivations for the rest of the show. Yeah, it this episode really expanded the world that they were building. Mm-hmm. All right. So next episode, we will dive into episode three. Oh, one last thing. Oh, sure. TV tally for this episode one. Yes, that's right. Um, Harley was so upset after uh, how he got blown up that she threw her bat into the television. And then also slugged Ivy's phone. Like, God. Yeah. Just, yeah. So destructive. It's tough living with Harley, man. What would be my Harley Ivy moment? Oh, I know mine. It is where Ivy is straight up ready to kill the Joker in episode two. Mm-hmm. Just stepping between the Joker and Harley and going over my dead body that's, and meaning it. Yeah, that's a good one. I would say when she like makes them tea or coffee and they sit on the couch and watch TV. You just love acts of service. I do. I'm such a softie. If you like this episode, subscribe on any of your podcast apps, leave a review that helps people find the podcast better, and tell your friends. And then uh, tune in to episode three. See you next time. Thanks.